Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Bets. I'm Brian, that's Tom. We're here to make our Oscar predictions um, ahead of the, um, the big day where they actually do give you all the nominees for the Oscars coming up this year. So, uh, Tom, very excited to see what we yes. come up with. We're going to be predicting a couple of the major categories. So we're going to be doing Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress, uh, screenplay, uh, Original Screenplay, and Adapted Screenplay. So those are kind of the heavy hitters that we're going to be covering uh, in this particular episode. So um, we're going to go ahead and start with Tom. So let's go ahead and start with the Best Actor category, because I think this is one of the more interesting categories um, that we've had in recent years years so what do you think tom what should be the top five or the final five going into the oscar prediction um yeah so calendar. for all these different categories that we've kind of forecasted i've written down what i would nominate and i've written down what i think will get nominated and the best actor category i actually think it's a match so the five i have are murphy for oppenheimer uh, i think he's gonna win uh then you have leah dicaprio for killers of the flower moon i think bradley cooper for my show is gonna get a nomination Paul Giamatti, <clears throat> for the holdovers, I think has pretty much gained the most steam uh, in recent weeks. So I think he's, you know, deserving and I think he'll get nominated as well. And then uh, for me, it's a recent movie I just saw. Um, I'm going to go Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. I think uh, I think he gets that fifth spot. So those right. would be my five. What about you, Brian? Yeah, so I'm kind of looking at it right now. I yeah. would definitely say Cillian for sure. Paul Giamatti for sure as well. Um, and I just want to kind of just double check here. So I don't know. So I'm kind of on the fence right now. So I don't know wow. if Bradley Cooper gets in. I don't think people have responded to uh, Maestro very much. Um, I mean, he's not. he's definitely not winning this award. But... The other thing is, like, DiCaprio. DiCaprio was not nominated for SAG, which is very, very surprising, which typically, if you're nominated for SAG, you go into Oscars, but it's not, you know, a one-and-one. One. But at this moment, I would definitely say Cillian Murphy, Paul Giamatti. I think he does. I would yeah. say Jeffrey Wright should be in there. I think he does a really good job of... It's a it's a tough job tough job lift uh, tough job lifting up that movie in terms of what he's asked to do. He's asked to be, you know, this sort of person who's sort of set aside from society, but also be, you know, someone that we're rooting for, which is tough. So I think he does a good job in that movie, Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. So Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, Jeffrey Wright. I'll, I'll throw Leonardo DiCaprio in there because I think they will want to recognize him and he knows yeah, how he to just doesn't know how to win Academy Awards. <laughs> um, and that really ends up, yeah. He just doesn't know how to win exactly. It's just it's wild. So, yep. So what am I at? I'm at four. So Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy. Like who's going to be? Who's going to be above uh, Bradley Cooper? DiCaprio. Because I think I think he gets in in the, in the top five. Oh boy, um, that's you know. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because like other below that right. would be like Barry Keoghan, Matt Damon, Zach Don't Efron. Don't any of those really. Ah, oh, jeez. For Rustin, I think Coleman Domingo. Yeah, he would probably be the other Coleman one. Domingo. If it's not for Rustin, yeah. Even though nobody's seen it, but yeah, but like it really could be either one of those guys. I think Coleman or Bradley is getting in. Um, more people. I mean, Bradley Cooper has a higher status than Coleman Domingo just because he directed and has you know been in the in the game forever. I mean, Coleman Domingo has two. He's in two movies this year, but 
I'll go with I'll go with Coleman Domingo. I, I mean, so we're I, a little bit more diverse in our uh, I have Leo choices in higher, but I think Bradley line. Cooper. I don't know why. I think he would be more safe than either Leo or Coleman Domingo. I think I think Cooper would probably occupy that fourth spot more than Leo or Coleman Domingo, and then kind of have those two battle out for number five. But you brought up an interesting name, Barry Keoghan. Um, Saltburn got a lot of steam at the end of November, you know, in December going into holiday season. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't think so, they reward Saltburn in this category. I think it's another one that we'll talk about. But yeah, I think I think your your three in your two in are Cillian and Giamatti. And then it's kind of a toss up from there. So just really be- before we move on to the next category, I mean, Cillian Murphy's kind of been the powerhouse for a lot of the awards he leading up be. to, you know, this award season where the televised ones come out. But, man, Paul Giamatti uh, just winning at a lot of the big ones. So he won for the Golden Globes. He won at, he I believe, the Critics' Choice. Um, and he also won uh, the most recent one, which was the, the – my goodness – can't think of the ones that are most recent. The, so the Critics' the, Choice the was thing the that, most recent. <clears> one keep in mind with the Golden so, Globes, is they do have split categories. So you have you have multiple winners for Best Actor, right. or Best Actress, or you know whatever it is. You have the musical comedy and then the, the drama exactly. also. Yeah, yeah, that's important to note. So I think that's going to be fun going down the stretch, which is you know fun for when we get closer to the awards and we're still able to talk about them. SAG will still be a big. Uh, predetermining factor but right now Cillian Murphy is minus 200 the favorite and then you have Paul Giamatti who's really moved from you know being 10 and 8 to 1 4 to 1 now he's 2 to 1 which is you know I think going to be really fun so this will be a fun category to watch yeah who do you have to uh, Oscar night yeah me too I think he takes Cillian it. Murphy because like this this I'm, movement from I'm Giamatti is fun but you know but I mean I, 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 I told you it's kind of like it's you know it's yeah. more of a tease than anything it's yeah th- this sh- when you compare Murphy's work right. in that movie, you know, three hours of that versus, you know, I, I appreciate Paul Giamatti and the holdovers, but yeah. he's an angry teacher at the end of the day. So I, I give I give Murphy the, the, the lift there. Yeah, because, yeah, he's, I mean, Murphy, it's a three-hour movie where the yep. world really revolves around him, speaking of relativity. So I think that is a big factor. But again, th- these are humans, and Paul Giamatti has been, you know, around for a while and this is kind of his due Oscar if he ends up winning it so it'll be interesting going down the stretch so um, we'll move into the best actress category which I think is going to be I mean <laughs> we, we know this it's going to be very interesting um, to note uh, uh, was, was it uh, Emma Stone has won at the Critics Choice Awards um, she also won at the Golden Globes in a split category from Lily Gladstone who also won at the Globes but really important to note that Lily Gladstone was not nominated for a BAFTA which is really important, you know, it's, it's somewhat important going into the Oscars. So Emma Stone was nominated for Poor Things for the BAFTAs. But BAFTAs are really weird. Um, <laughs> they don't always reward. They, they like to reward say, a lot of European yeah, and international it's more European cinema. And Lily Glad- voting. So that makes a lot of sense. Poor Things would see a lot of exactly. So Yeah, of course. So uh, let's dive into it. So I'll... Yeah, uh, I'll jump into this first one just here. So um, I think yeah. Lily Gladstone gets nominated for sure. So Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone for sure. Uh, I think I think Margot Robbie deserves to. Get, oh, let me let, eh, eh, let me start over. Uh, let's see. Lily Gladstone. <laughs> I gotta get the full list. 
Because, of course, yeah, I'm not as prepared as you. You had these all written down. So I, I you know, off the cuff. So Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone for sure. Um, I think Margot Robbie should get nominated. She really lifted that. I mean, she's she is Barbie. She is. So I think that's a huge, huge deal. And I do think I would love to see Greta Lee get nominated for Past Lives. I've kind of, like, come around to it that she's doing a lot in that movie, um, you know, quietly. And so I think she should get nominated. Nope. Man, it's so tough. I'm so I'm thinking what do I want? I'm trying to think of what should happen. So let me let me go back on this. So Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone, Margot Robbie. I think Carrie Mulligan gets nominated for her work for Maestro, even though people don't really like I mean, most people haven't really enjoyed Maestro, but she is the lead actress in that movie. It should be called Felicia. Uh, because that's her name in the movie. And I think they might, you know, put in Sandra Holler from Anatomy of the Fall. She's in two films this year, and um, I think people really enjoy that movie. Yeah, so, so my five yeah, is my different five. from what I think is going to get nominated. My five is Emma Stone, Lily Gladstone, Carrie Mulligan, mm-hmm. uh, Tiana Taylor for 1001, and Annette Benning for Nyad. Now, I think my I'm very similar with you in who I think is going to get nominated. I think... You know, Tweedledum, Tweedledee, Tweedledum is Emma Stone, Lily Gladstone. That's pretty. Those are pretty much locks at this point. Um, I'm with you. I think Carrie Mulligan's number three actually on the list. I think she gets nominated. And I liked Maestro. Like I understand if you watch it, it may not be exactly what you expected it to be, but I enjoyed Maestro. So just throwing that out there. Uh, I have Annette Bening. I think she is going to get nominated. I think she's well respected with the voters. I think you know for her age, you know. When's the next time she's going to have a, you know, a masterpiece like this? Um, and the physical work for that role, mm-hmm. for her, that was just pretty amazing. Uh, I thought she did a fantastic... Was she sitting there trying to touch her toe? I don't think I could do that, sitting on my butt trying to touch my toes and creating a visa. You know, <laughs> shout out to her. Um, and then number five, TMI. Oh, <laughs> and then num- number number five. Uh, <laughs> so I was on the fence with this one for a while, Brian. And there's a lot of great actresses there. I thought about Greta Lee. I thought about Sandra Huller um, as well. But I'm with you. I think it's Margot Robbie. I think she gets in. I almost didn't write her name down, too, as I'm writing who I think is going to get nominated. I think they're going to give Margot Robbie the nomination for Barbie. Um, I don't think she's going to win it. But I think for how successful of a movie it is and how rewarded that movie is going to be at the Oscars this year, I think it would be awkward if she wasn't nominated or, you know, at least acknowledged for being Barbie, as you said. So, yeah, I think it's going to be Emma Stone, Gladstone, Mulligan, oh, Benning, and Margot Robbie. Those are my top five. Okay, yeah, so, so Annette Benning is sort of where we where we differ. Got it. Um, I was listening to a pod today about Nyad, and it was Annette Benning and Jodie Foster was the topic, and I actually really enjoyed watching Jodie Foster in that Ooh, movie. Let's go to supporting actress. Like, it's just, a great segue. Annette Benning was just so... Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So let's go to it. Yeah, let's go to it. So let's go to supporting actress. Which we, we know who the winner is going to be in this category, but it'll be fun figuring out who the other. That's right. We need other, more uh, betting markets, you so cowards. Divine Joy Randolph. Yeah, that's right. No, I believe. I mean, Joy. Uh, Divine yeah. Joy Randolph, number one, is yes. probably both of our lists. And then it'll go. It'll differ from there. So I'll let you start on this one. So Divine Joy Randolph won. Yes. Yeah, so I think is uh, this three category. of my five supporting actresses are going to be nominated. Um, so personally, Divine Joy Randolph, duh. Emily Blunt, duh. Daniel Brooks, duh. So those are kind of like your three right there. Then I've got Penelope Cruz. Um, for what she did in Ferrari, I don't think it's getting enough 
attention, quite frankly. I think she was absolutely phenomenal. And then I know this person's not going to get nominated, but I want to give a shout out to her anyways. It's Allison Oliver uh, in Saltburn. I know Rosamund Pike is getting a lot of the attention mm-hmm. in terms of Saltburn and the Best Supporting Actress market, especially at these precursor award shows. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that Allison Oliver's performance in that was, I think, one for the ages. And I think it was the best, one of the best performances on screen. And I do, you know, it's, we hate to make it a competition, but, you know, this is kind of betting and this is what it is. I, I, I do think she was outperformed Rosamund Pike in that film, right. just personally. Um, and then going to who I think will be supporting actresses who will be nominated. Divine Joy Randolph, uh, I mentioned Emily Blunt, I mentioned Daniel Brooks, I mentioned for The Color of Purple. Then I, do, I know you're not going to like this one. And I kind of went back and forth with it. Um, this is a tough one, I think. I think Jodie Foster is in also, let me say that. So I guess I'll lead with Jodie Foster at number four. And then number five, I, yeah. this could be a lot uh, of different people. It could be Henson from The Color Purple. It could be Viola Davis for Air. Um, I know you're not going to like this, but I think it's going to be Julianne Moore and uh, for May-December. And, and if it's not any of the three I just named, I think who comes in fourth is probably Vanessa Kirby for Napoleon. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, no, they I didn't, just think but... like nobody liked that movie, which is tough. Um, but but no, like it happens all the time. Like Penelope Cruz is in movies that nobody likes ever, and then she gets nominated. It's just wild. Which I think I agree with you. So I'll do my five. So Divine Joy Randolph nominated. Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, I think she. Gets Danielle in. Brooks, I think, is in for sure. I think that's like the one lone like color purple addition because she has such a fun splashy role, and she's you know can't take her eyes off of her when she's on screen. So definitely those. I do think Penelope Cruz gets nominated. I think she just really felt like the most authentic part of uh, of uh, Ferrari. And I think she was electric whenever she's on screen. She's really doing everything that she's asked to do. She's really respected, I believe, in the Actors Guild sort of space. Um, And I think her being nominated at SAG is a huge boost for her um, to be nominated. So my last one. Yeah, yeah. My it's last Jody. one, I would say, I'm on the fence between Sandra Huller and Ju- uh, Julianne Moore. Uh, I would say Sandra Huller most likely goes in for Anatomy of the Fall oh, rather than Zone of Interest. Although people love Zone of Interest, and it's such a Oscar-y role uh, that it's being, you know, about the Holocaust and something surrounding the Holocaust is a big deal. A24, a huge uh, awards uh, like backer for sure. But I was also listening, same podcast, um, that the Oscars really, yeah. really like Julianne Moore. Like, if Julianne Moore isn't anything, they want to nominate her. So I can see Julianne Moore sneaking in this. I don't think Jodie Foster gets in, unfortunately, because I, I would love to see her in there. And I really, enj- that's my favorite part of the movie is Jodie Foster in Nyad. But Julianne Moore just has the pedigree. Uh, of, of now to be to, to take the spot over yeah Jodie I like Foster. I like that I, I'd be perfectly fine if Penelope Cruz got in over Jodie Foster as much as I did like Jodie Foster um, and then like I know since we're on the topic of May yeah yeah I think they were both great I, I, just, I was gonna yeah. say since we're on the topic of May December uh, and supporting roles um, I, I know you and I both don't think Charles Milton should be nominated but we think he will be. Am I right in saying that? Uh, you go first with this one because, yeah, this is a frustrating category to say the least. All right. So let me let me bounce back to the uh, supporting actors. My least favorite. My least. This is a, this is so interesting because it's all who's going to be number two for supporting right, actors. Right. Who's losing I feel Downey. like Robert Downey is the guy. So, 
So number one, Robert Downey Jr. I think is getting in. Uh, I also think, I think Ryan Gosling's in. I think Ryan Gosling's in. He's kind of become like this, like kind of the splashy number two person we want to see at these award ceremonies, and he knows he's not going to win, so it's okay. So Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, Robert De Niro should go in, but I think he was left off of uh, supporting actor at either the BAFTAs or SAG. I can't remember the one off the top of my head, which is you know ludicrous because I think he needs to be in. <laughs> so the two Roberts, Ryan, and then it comes down to the last two. Which Mark Ruffalo, uh, very important to note, was left off of the SAG nominations, but William Defoe was in. So I think that's interesting. William Defoe, uh, again, we've seen William Defoe do this, but I think Mark Ruffalo should be in because he's doing something completely different. So kind of funny. Two of the um, two of the five nominees I have uh, are Avengers, and I don't like <laughs> Avengers movies. So kind of funny to take it take that how if you will uh they can still act so robert downey ryan gosling robert de niro mark ruffalo the last spot really you can throw anybody in there um you think it's going to be charles melton uh thank goodness on variety they have him like ranked like eighth Good. so outside looking in uh so i don't know what i want uh, this is just for me i'm gonna say uh i think sterling k brown should be in because oh, wow. i just saw that and uh, american fiction and I just want him to be in it because he mentions Tucson in the movie. So hopefully <laughs> Sterling K. Brown could sneak in there. Yeah, he might. Um, I think it's crowded category for sure. I think Gosling is kind of a, 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 a bubble 100%. steal, uh, if you will. He's gonna he's gonna take a spot from somebody, even though I'm not sure, you know, of the rankings he he really deserves to be in the top five. And I think the same for Charles Melton. I think you're gonna have two bid steals, as they say, with March Madness here. Um, from Charles Melton and Ryan Gosling. Unfortunately, you might end up leaving De Niro off. Um, but yeah, so my five supporting actors I know are, are not going to get uh, nominated, uh, you know, tit for tat here, because I've got Robert Downey Jr., who I think we both agree is going to win this. So that's like a given. Uh, Robert De Niro, it's interesting you mentioned that he might be left out, because I have him at number two right now. I think he should get nominated. I think he will get nominated, but, you know, it does worry me more. Um, than it did before that. He might not get nominated, which I think is insane. I'm with you on that. Uh, then I have Dominic Sess for The Holdovers, Coleman Domingo, The Color Purple, stand out for me in that, and then Glenn Howerton from Blackberry. So that's who I want. Here's who I think is going to get nominated. Downey Jr. and De Niro. Uh, I think Ryan Gosling and Charles Melton are both going to steal a bid, per se. Uh, and it might be Mark Ruffalo. I know you don't like that, but... I actually had William Defoe a little bit ranked higher than him in the Poor Things movie, and so I think Defoe might get that fifth nomination spot. And I actually had Ruffalo and Defoe uh, getting nominated, but I forgot about Gosling. And you mentioned Gosling, so I had to cross off <laughs> Ruffalo's name and put Gosling in there. But I think we're both in agreement <laughs> that if Charles Melton doesn't get nominated, that's what is deserving. You know, I don't want to knock Charles Melton. I don't want to sit here and say he, you know, he was terrible or whatever, but. I just didn't think it was a top five performance. So for me, um, if he gets left off, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I think the Academy is going to irritate me uh, on that morning when they make announcements and, and name Charles Melton, right? unfortunately. Maybe he'll be the surprise because they always have a surprise. And maybe that'll be the surprise that he's left off and that works out for both of us. Because, yeah. yeah, like it's almost like I'm having to choose between Mark Ruffalo and William Defoe to you know what what if they just both get in and i think they're both deserving like i think th having those two in and sterling k brown out as well as charles melton 
kind of okay yeah, with that. Me That's too. fine. Um, but yeah, I think Dominic Sessa is, you know, such a huge part of that film, but he's just so new and it's just a loaded category with big names. It'll be hard to sort of squeeze in, but I think he'll still go to the Oscars and look awesome. So do you think Len Howerton sneaks in like Brian Tyree Henry did a year ago? You know what? Maybe like a lot of really respected like critics and, you know, people who prognosticate um, have said he puts in a such a, a such a great performance that maybe he does sneak in. But it's just, again, so hard. Those Canadian films um, are tough. Unless you're Shit's Creek. Yeah, it's a Canadian company. It's a win. But <laughs> ex- unless you're Shit's Creek. Exactly. But yeah. So I don't know. We're going to we'll screenplays or... So, or we're done with yeah. the actors, actresses. Let's go to screenplays next. Oh, I forgot to mention, we have to do director. Oh, we'll get to director. I forgot to you mention, we have to no do director. Ones, but, yeah. I, I was bad in, in, in teasing that. Yeah, so let's okay. do director real quick, because we yeah, know we he's going to win. So, we do. Um, let's jump it's into Nolan. director. So, obviously, Christopher Nolan will be nominated. So, he's going to win, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, let me pull up these rankings. So... Yeah, I'll go Chris Nolan, and then I do think Martin Scorsese gets nominated. Uh, Yurgos Latimos will get nominated, so that's three. Um, Let me hear it. Come on. Alexander Payne, I think, gets nominated as well, just because... Yeah, so Alexander Payne, and then... Let's go five for five, Brian. We're in agreement on the first one. Because... Come on. Let me hear it. Let me hear that. I'm going to go with... I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm going to go with who I think will be nominated. I think this is tough. You know, you know, last one. I want to say Greta Gerwig. Yeah, so I'm going to say Greta Gerwig, but she could get bumped out for the for Justine Trier, um, who directed Anatomy of the Fall. So just because uh, that one, uh, she was nominated and won for best screenplay at the Golden Globes, which doesn't always mean a lot. But it's a big deal, and she won, I think, again at another award ceremony pre- recently. So my heart says Gerwig, but I think uh, Justine Trier is the fifth person uh, nominated. Yeah, there nice. In, a lot uh, of uh, must director. be a lot what of Law you? and Order fans voting uh, for Anatomy of a Fall. Good movie. Um, so I, I, it's funny you mentioned um, Justine Trier. I hope I'm saying that correctly because I have her. Um, and who I think should be nominated. I have Nolan Scorsese, Gerwig, Triet, and A.V. Rockwell, which uh, A. 1001 just gets absolutely no respect. So I had to throw it in there. So what I think is going to get nominated, though, is the four you mentioned um, and Gerwig, those five. So I think those five will get nominated. And I actually had Alexander Payne. I think he would probably be the one left out if you see um, Triet end up getting mm-hmm. nominated. I think... He'd be the one left out. And then I think you really got to watch out for uh, who did Zone of Interest? Um, Glazer. I think you got to watch out for him. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think he's a name that could sneak in as well as that fifth spot. I, I think that fifth and fourth spot are pretty open right now. I think Nolan Scorsese and Yargos are your top three for sure. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Nolan is going to take this award. Uh, easily, this is a slam dunk, uh, a layup of a pick of any of the major markets. I would say, right, yeah. rightfully so, so. Yeah, that'd be that'd be mine. Yeah, just don't don't even bet it. <laughs> Unless you got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're set there. We all know who's gonna win. So, 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's jump into let's do original screenplay and and you know I always I mean I keep forgetting we have to do best picture. So let's do original screenplay real quick. So this was a toughie just because again Barbie was sort of like notched in here for a while and then was like overruled and now they're yep. you know adapted. So right now. I would say this is sort of what Variety has us as their top five: Anatomy of the Fall, The Holdovers, Past Lives, May December, and Saltburn. Um, honestly, not like a terrible no, list. I, have three of those, uh, I think if it goes in like this, yeah. So if it goes in like this, I think right now Anatomy of the Fall is the front runner, but I can see The Holdovers maybe winning because it's a very talky drama. Um, so I think Anatomy of the Fall is a rightful favorite. So Anatomy of the Fall, Holdovers. I'm cool with Past Lives. I think Past Lives is really beautifully written. Um, that's the other two that I have to figure out. I don't know, man. I might need some help so, on this, actually. So those are my three. So Anatomy of the Fall, Holdovers, so and Past I have, Lives. So I have Holdovers and Anatomy of the Fall in terms of what I think should be nominated and what I think will be nominated. I also have Saltburn. Those are my top three. Um, I think they... Will both be all three will be nominated, and then it kind of gets different. So I actually have Maestro. Um, I think it's going to get nominated, but you know yeah. it's kind of on the fence in terms of how people responded to it. And then I want A Thousand and One to get nominated for Best Original Screenplay. I think it should get nominated, but I don't think it will. I have I actually reluctantly have May December written down so i do think past lives though could yeah. be the one that kicks maestro out um so i would actually argue that may december might be safer uh might be safer territory than maestro but i like holdover saltburn and anatomy of a fall is like you're guaranteed three yeah and i, I mean they have them they have saltburn in their yeah. top five as well so i think you're good there as well as may december so you're really trending on what everyone also thinks is going to happen, which isn't a bad thing, especially because I'm looking at like the other players, and I think that's the same. Yeah, they have a thousand and one. Um, Maestro, anywhere. they have kind of on is the outside looking in, but that can uh, very much on the like rest of the okay. possibility. We'll take it, like all the way down. We'll take it. We'll Pretty take one percent, like twenty, like twenty-eight. Okay. We'll take just it. In case we'll you take wanted it. a number, it's better than twenty-nine. Yeah. So uh, we're good there. So now let's go to the big boy. Let's let's go to the big boy adapted screenplay so this is where all of the big guys are um, yeah. gonna be at um so right now they have american fiction barbie killers of the flower moon oppenheimer and poor things um obviously oppenheimer will go in um i would also say that i think barbie because they made such a you know a big deal about it uh i think barbie still gets in again it's another way for them to get the writer the director there um so oppenheimer barbie Killers of the Flower Moon, for sure. So Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Barbie. Um, poor Things. Did I say Poor Things yet? Nope, Poor Things. Poor Things will be in. And then it really comes up to the last What spot, movie did you just say? Between yeah. American Fiction. American Fiction. All of... Yeah, and that's also on there, too. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. I like that top five. So it's 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 weird because what they have listed is exactly... Yeah, I, I think it's Oppenheimer, so Killers... I'm cool with that. They even have Barbie, like kind of. Yeah, like, Barbie. I think gets in. I, I think for me, the only thing that I would want to see different is I would want Spider Man to be in there somewhere. But no, I think it's Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Poor sure. Things, Barbie, American Fiction. Those are probably going to be your top five for adapted screenplay. Yeah. 
who do you think comes out as the favorite uh, once, uh, once these are all released? It should be Oppenheimer. If it moves from there, I think Poor Things would be the only film that overtakes it by the time Oscars night rolls around. I mean, honestly, if, if Oppenheimer opens as the favorite, I would, I would put a lot on Poor Things. Ooh, all right. That's interesting. Okay, now to the big one. Let's get to Best yes. Picture. This is the Fun one that one. everybody cares about. And in this particular category, they have... 10 possible nominations so just keep that in mind we're going to do a lot of moving around so let's start with the ones we let's just do the ones that we know are going to get nominated so i'll list them off i'm using variety as their list but i think these also coincide with our list so we'll start so number one Duh. oppenheimer Duh. totally in holdovers is in uh, <laughs> poor things is in Killers of the flower moon is in and then, what's that, four? I think Barbie gets in. Are you on the fence with Barbie getting in? Or are you? I cool have Barbie at in? number six for myself, and I have it at number five for what I think will get nominated. So I have it in. Perfect. So that's where they have it, too. They have it at five. So I think, I think there's at least six. Let's go with a couple other ones. So I think there's a couple others that I saw down the list that are going to be in. So um, I believe Anatomy in the Fall will too. be in as well. And then I do think that Zone of Interest will also go in. That would be two international films that go in, which you might differ on this one just because you want to get, you know, uh, Spider-Man in there. It's important. Uh, but I think those are in. And I, I don't know if I said American fiction, but American fiction, I believe, is also established. I think established itself as being in the, um, in the nominees. So we have Oppenheimer, Holdovers, Poor Things, Close of the Flower Moon, Barbie, Anatomy of the Fall, Zone of Interest, and American Fiction. This really leaves two spots that we're working with. So who are the last two you believe? Yeah, and uh, before I say that, uh, let me say that I think Spider-Man, these are movies I think that should get nominated but won't get nominated. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, 1001, The Iron Claw, and Society of the Snow. I think those should get nominated but won't get nominated. Oh, time. I think so I agree with all that. I actually... Everything you said I agree with, um, that we now have two spots open. So the top eight, I totally agree with. I think Zone of Interest will get in. I think Anatomy of a Fall, American Fiction. I think they'll all get in over Spider-Man. I don't think Spider-Man gets in. Um, it might. It would be a pleasant surprise. And it will be the 10th spot if it does get in. It will have like the lowest odds. I think Past Lives gets in um, as the best picture. And I think Maestro also gets in. Mm, so yeah. those would be the two that I think round out the top 10 but i want spider-man across the spider-verse to uh, get nominated it doesn't matter which one you kick out quite frankly but i don't think it will i don't think it'll get nominated right interesting yeah so um actually look at look at you i don't know if you're looking at the list but the variety list has exactly maestro and past lives i just think so, maestro's getting a lot of like yeah, so negative past lives for, for I don't know. Like I just I, I enjoyed it. I think critics will enjoy it and appreciate what Bradley Cooper did and what Carrie Mulligan did and like it won't win, but like I think they'll they'll, you know, tip their yeah. hat to it. So be they'll be in the, they'll tip their hat and say, Hey, thanks for all your hard work is basically yeah. what that is. <laughs> so uh just so we all kind of are all together here. Uh, the PGA, which typically is that's the Producers Guild of America, which happens usually a week or two weeks, usually a week before the Oscars. 
is typically a good precursor to who's going to win. I think in the last 10 years, there's only been two movies that have not won the Best Picture and Producers Guild of America, the PGA Award of America, um, and that was La La Land. And then there's also one more, which I forgot. But I always know La La Land because that's one of my favorite movies, and I was very disappointed (laughs) for the wrong reading of who won. So uh, their list was American Fiction, Anatomy of the Fall, Barbie, Holdovers, Killers of Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. So everything that you just said. And I think that's probably what ends up happening. Um, Saltburn is kind of on the outside Mm, looking in. Color Purple is on the outside looking in. Um, So I think think the list that's, you know, we kind of just looked over is right. I think that's the correct list. Uh, I would like to see Iron Claw sort of sneak in there, but it was released too late. A24 already has a movie in the fight, and they can't promote both these movies. So I think that is the list. I think that is the correct list. But we all know Big Daddy Oppenheimer. Yeah, I would say Oppenheimer is going to win. Very excited. Got my yeah. Holdovers uh, odds were moving. Yeah. So really, but, but the fun I, thing I, is, I don't I think see Holdovers yeah. being that heart string movie no. that you know ends up catching a bunch of steam like the last few years have. I think Oppenheimer is, you know, Nick Saban, Alabama football at its best. It's just such a juggernaut that. It's going to be tough to beat for anybody. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think we're, I think we're cool with our list. So, really excited to see what ends up actually being nominated. This, the nominations come out on Tuesday, uh, January something something. Um, I'm really bad at dates. Early morning. Uh, so, I'll 23rd. actually give you guys the actual dates. So, yeah, they come out on January 23rd, 5 30 Pacific time which is 8.30 Eastern time, the place that you are, Tom, which is three hours ahead yes. of everybody. So congratulations on being where we all you know, care about. So anyway, so that was our Oscar prediction show. I'm sure we'll come back next week and see our reaction to all the different nominations and then start you know, hopefully seeing some odds populate for all the other uh, below-the-line categories. So um, thank you so much for listening, everybody, especially if you're on podcast or YouTube. Really appreciate you guys watching us, subscribing, following us, rate us. Leave a comment, all that good stuff. Uh, Tom, any parting words for no, the just, people? Uh, make sure that you know they're going to announce nominations, usually over social media. So you'll have to go to the Academy's Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, yeah. what have you. So. For sure. So for Tom, this was Box Office Bets. I'm Brian. Everybody, have a good rest of your day. Bye.